All right, cool. Um, yeah. So how's the tour been so so far, man? Like I I know like you've been doing like interviews on the road. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tour has been great. Uh, lots of sold out shows. We're sold out tonight in uh, Mesa, Arizona, and yeah, it's been a, a very good time. I'm assuming it's a little bit of a different feeling from <laughs> from uh, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, you know, it's it's it feels good to you know be back out here again. Um, you know, we were we got back out in the fall on that Lorna Shore tour too, and but th- this one's been phenomenal. Um, yeah, yeah, killer shows. All the bands are c- crushing it, so it's a good time. I'm assuming it's like just a, like a, a boost of uh, energy that you needed after all of this. I mean, like every artist I've talked to since like the beginning of the pandemic, uh, it just seemed like they like flatlined. And then all of a sudden, like I, I found the moods to like get better as I went doing these. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's nice to be back out and especially now with our new album out too. It's uh lot of momentum kind of building up into that and you know we finally able to unleash it you know last week or whenever that was and um yeah it's, it's uh, been a lot of fun all right so i got a couple things i marked down but i try to keep this as close to a conversation as possible um cool. so you know being a metal band and throwing acoustic guitar in there is always a curve right people you're gonna have people go oh this is sweet and then you got the other half that is like, uh, it's time to like fall off, you know, like, oh, the band's like selling out. But I think the new album definitely, uh, it was unique. I, I liked it. I think it was a good uh, flavor. Um, you know, take us back to your first encounter with like the acoustic guitar. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, playing acoustic guitar for I mean, a long time since I started playing guitar many, many moons ago. But I, I've uh, it, it found its way into our last album, uh, Luciferous, in several parts as well. And um, I, I just really enjoy that instrument just because it's so expressive and candid of an instrument. And um, it just it's I, I love the texture it can add to certain parts and the feeling it can add to certain parts. So anywhere that I feel it's appropriate to use it, I def- definitely enjoy using it. I play mostly electric guitar, but. Um, you know, like what are the differences of recording acoustic versus electric? Um, do you think it's a little bit trickier to get a clean take? Oh, yeah, 100%. Just because, um, I mean, with electric guitar, you know, uh, you add distortion and other things. It's um, it, electric guitar is more easy to control dynamics and performances and things like that and edit and things but acoustic it's so candid there's no escaping like a a shoddy performance so whenever you're tracking acoustic guitar and and often you know you're recording it with with, you know live mics so it's not like you can you can't like alter the di or alter anything because it's very it becomes very fake very fast so you just have to nail your performance uh the first time or just do a bunch of takes so you are able to nail it and uh, yeah, that, that's why it's it's a beautiful instrument, but it's also a pain in the ass at the same time because of the same exact reasons. So when I first started playing guitar, uh, my guitar teacher tried pushing me to like learn on an acoustic. Um, do you think that um, this is a more complex instrument to write an original tune on? Um, like starting out, do you think that you should have went acoustic or just straight into the electric? Um, 
I don't know if complex is like the right word or uh, cause it, cause it's all relative to whoever you are. You know, some guys write exclusively on acoustic, some, you know, electric, some both. Um, I think it just all depends on the, uh, the performer, you know, what you're, what you're going for, because I mean, you can write complex things on any instrument. There's, there's always levels to that. So, yeah, I think it all just depends on who you are and what, what you're going for. So I'm going to ask like a personal question here. Um, you know, what are some things unique about yourself that has helped keep your band moving forward? Like your band has been around for a while. Um, I'm just besides your musical musical ability, you know, like that's what I'm trying to get at here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think with this album and with the last EP foundation of bones, I'm self-producing everything now. So, you know, we're doing everything in-house with the exception of drums, which we recorded with Jason Sukoff in Florida, but everything was still, still uh, mixed and mastered, you know, at my place uh, in my, in my mobile trailer, tiny home studio um, that I take with me everywhere. So uh, yeah, I guess that would, that would be a unique thing. Yeah. I did notice that. So you live like, on the you basically live out of like uh is it a camper or uh um like what is it it's a it's a seven by 16 cargo trailer just just like the one that you know you would haul gear or anything else in but i uh i retrofitted it into a camper so right yeah it's like it, it, yeah it's like a custom uh, it, it's a custom camper if you will so <laughs> so i'm assuming yeah that would definitely uh make you a more valuable person because you're a lot more flexible you don't I mean, living with that thing, I feel like you can park it on any, you know, um, spot and just say, hey, I'm leaving this here. I'm going on tour uh, versus people that have like rent and stuff. You never know uh, what they got going on. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can, you know, I I just go wherever it is I, I need to be or um, I also tend to follow, follow the weather and the seasons as well. So, yeah, it's it's fun traveling around, kind of doing my thing. And, uh, yeah, I've been living that way for almost five years now. Damn. Five years. Mm-hmm. Do you think, how long do you think you're going to do that for before, uh, you know, you might get like burned out of it? Uh, I, I, that's an unanswerable question. No, <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, when I first started doing this, you know, I told myself and I still tell myself, you know, I'll do it for as long as I'm supposed to do it or as long as I need to do it. If, if life directs me in another direction, then, you know, I will gladly acknowledge that if and when the time comes. But for now, there's no plans on stopping living that way uh, anytime soon. That's rad, man. I, I remember seeing a picture of that. My friend telling me that you did something like that. And I'm like, no shit, man. Like, that is so cool. And thank you. Uh, thank you. Music. Having a career in music opens so many more opportunities for people like yourself. Um, just to travel. I feel like a lot of that is, you know, kind of look past that musicians get the opportunity to do that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. I, I mean, as far as like as the musician side of the or touring musician side of the gig, you know, I, I don't really consider touring traveling because you're only in a place for a day. You don't really have time to do anything besides go get food and uh, a coffee. And then you play a show and then you do the same thing the next day. Um, but I mean, uh, me doing, I guess the musician producer thing as a gig, as a gig, it's, uh, yeah, it does allow me to, you know, float around and, uh, outside of the touring 
uh, you know, I can kind of go wherever, wherever it is I, I uh, need to go. So do you feel like that, um, the fact that, you know, you've traveled has kind of pushed you in that direction where you're like, damn, man, I actually want to stop at these places. Um, you know, traveling the world, you're like, there's so many cool places, but, uh, you know, most people don't stop. Right. And, you know, that, that's the beautiful thing about traveling is, or one of my favorite things about traveling is getting to experience a place and actually take it in. Um, I feel like you normally need at least two weeks to a month to like really take a place in and see everything that it has to offer. Otherwise you're just a tourist, you know, wherever yeah, you are. And, and don't hit the touristy spots. Cause those are never right. as like as uh, cool as the right. outskirts. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So what are some personality traits that you feel are needed to be a touring musician in a metal band in specific metal, um, you know, versus other genres? Uh, let's see. Well, with music and with a lot of things in life, any profession or facet of life, you know, it's a lot of it just comes down to, you know, being an honest and nice person, you know, cause a lot of gigs, that you get um it's because it's because you you know you know the right people and you know or someone you know likes you you know like someone's oh you know take this band out because like they're super cool in addition to having you know good music of course and um yeah it's just you know being a good person you know making good relationships and especially with touring um and i guess this applies to doing any self-employed business endeavors you know you use you got to expect unexpected. There's tragedy waiting for you around every corner, financial misfortunes. You know, you just, you can't be sensitive or it's, I guess not so much that you can't be sensitive. It's that you have to, you know, understand you got to have tough skin when, you know, shit hits the fan because it always will. And it never will stop. There's always something waiting for you around, you know, every corner, but being able to adapt and overcome, I think is very important. And um, having a good support system as well and having a, having a good team is also very important. So when those uh, misfortunes inevitably do come, you have a good support system to help, help you get through it. So with that, you know, two year break, would you consider this tour a pretty smooth one versus like the last, I don't know, bunch? Um, I mean, this one's been going fine. Uh, uh, I mean, as far as if a tour goes smooth or not, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of factors into that. Um, fortunately, all the bands on this tour are super cool. Um, I don't think we've ever really had to tour with a band that's been a total nightmare to tour with or tour under if they're headlining or anything like that. That can make things difficult if, you know, a band you're touring with is, you know, jerks, for lack of a better term. But um, yeah, this, this one's been going great so far. No knock on wood, no, no major issues yet. That's rad. I was just talking to a primitive man and he said that um, like the tour that he was just doing, he was like a kind of a nervous wreck about it because he just didn't know like if the shows were going to go through or the shows right. were going to get canceled. <laughs> so he just basically, yeah, he's like, he's like straight up with me. He's like, man, he's like, it's really difficult right now, but uh, it, it's, it's yeah, it's also oh, sorry. I, 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 I didn't mean to, to no, you're interrupt good. you there. Yeah. No, you're good. It's it's definitely different now because you know I mean yeah pl different places have different restrictions and you know right now we can only tour in the states we can't get over to Europe or Australia or anywhere else right now but it's it's weird because you know it's uh, you know if if you get if you get the COVID then you know you got to sit out for a few days until you're clear and you're just losing money and wasting time and it's uh, yeah it, it's 
you know, if you get a sore throat, you're, you know, you know, or a standard, you know, sickness, you know, cough, cold, whatever you might get on tour, which is perfectly normal and expected, you know, it's worried like, Oh, like, do I have it? You know? And then, um, so I guess there, it, it, it can be a little nerve wracking in that department, but honestly, you know, it's, uh, it's just part of life right now. We just deal with it one day at a time. And if something happens, then we just uh, you know, adapt and deal with it as, as necessary. So let's spin this with a positive. Um, I've been getting a lot of feedback on how, uh, the bands feel a little bit more appreciated when they go on the road now. Like, you know, there's a little bit more heads and they get a little bit more like funding through merch because I feel like, um, well, they feel like, uh, just, you know, people are like really craving the music. Yeah. I mean, the, I, it's, I feel like people are just really stoked to be back out going to shows and, you know, since there's been such a deficit of shows for the past couple of years and, you know, people are really excited and, we're very fortunate to have, you know, an awesome fan base that supports us and, you know, buying shirts, coming out to shows, you know, even, you know, words of encouragement are also great. So I noticed on the um, newest record, there was a very unique blend of genres, um, you know, a little bit different from the last releases. Um, I heard like some thrashy parts, some like melodic metal parts, um, and then like some black metal. I don't know where, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. do you feel that this is a little bit, well, this is going to be a little bit more apparent in metal bands in the future? Because like what I've learned is, you know, every genre of music has been pushed. Right. But, uh, you know, bands are just starting to get, get, like get creative really and just start uh, blending different genres. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great time for, well, the beautiful thing about music is it's always evolving and it always will. And I think what's really cool about our realm of music in particular, you know, because metal is already such a niche genre um, and we're in a niche of a niche right now. And um, yeah, you see a lot of bands just kind of taking creative liberties and just, you know, just experimenting and um, not that other bands, of course, the bands have been experimenting and artists and musicians have been experimenting since the dawn of music. But um, I, f- I think it's really cool that a lot of bands, <clears throat> excuse me, in our genre are, uh, you know, just, you know, throwing the rule book out the window, if, if you will. And that's, yeah, you know, exactly. it, 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 yeah. And w- w- with these songs, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, like all, all we're trying to do is just write fun music that we resonate with and that we enjoy. And that's all we did with the chosen is just like, we just want to write fun songs. We don't care about, you know, Oh, every song has to be brutal or heavy or, you know, whatever is expected of us. And, you know, we just want to write honest, candid songs and make good art. And if people like it, that's awesome. If they don't, that's fine too. And uh, cause that's, you know, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. I definitely felt like the new record um, was a really like standout. Um, album for me like because you know i've heard like the, the straightforward death metal bands or straightforward thrash metal bands but like i don't know like i'm just hearing a lot more um albums that get a little bit creative and they're like you know what let's throw out the rule book like you said and you know let's go for everything at once and something fun yeah it just yeah it's all again that's all we're trying to do is have fun so let's talk thrash uh what are some mm-hmm. bands that uh I don't know. You dig in the thrash realm. So, yeah, I'm a big like 80s era of music in general fan. Uh, you know, 
obviously the first four Metallica albums, Testament, um, Pantera, um, all those bands I love and grew up on. So I've always had, you know, a very large thrash metal influence uh, as far as like, in like other bands, like uh, that are still cranking out sick thrash these days, Havoc, even like the new Megadeth album is super sick too. Like they've always been consistent, but um, yeah, I love all that shit and always will. And it's, um, I feel like thrash, not that it ever went away, but it's, I feel like in, especially in our realm of music, it it's, there's been a vacancy for that. Um, so anytime I can get some, you know, sick thrash risk going it's uh i'm always gonna try to do it <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm glad that you said havoc because yeah. god damn uh give me liver give me liberty or give uh, me death man that that yeah. too <laughs> that too yeah uh, good. the yeah, riffs, riffs that that band is just so great for riffs um mm-hmm. and just to hear like a band like yours to even have like a little bit of touch of like that is amazing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i mean you just don't hear that a lot yeah i'm back you there yes i'm still here my bad um yeah what's one of your favorite uh havoc records the one that they just put out is really fucking oh, sick dude, yeah. Me? yeah i i i like it a lot I, I i i you know i forget the name and most of the songs on it i listened through it and, you know when it came out but um i thought it was really good it's it was done by mark lewis who's like one of my favorite producers as well so um yeah i thought that one was great it's a it's a really good example of like a polished havoc uh a polished thrash record i mean like i think the whole rawness needs to be there but i mean when you're super tight playing down picking uh, yeah. yeah you can't beat that oh yeah yeah it's great all right so um i kind of went on your social media and like i kind of dug in like you know what you posted and stuff and for the newest record you stated something like you've never felt so connected with a, like the project um you know what changes have been made internally during this album to make that happen? Do you feel like? I don't think there were really any changes as it was so much like a maturation of us as individuals and musicians. Um, yeah, n- nothing. I mean, I guess technically by definition, that's a change, but um, I guess that's why you know, I'm choosing to use the word maturation or evolution, whatever word you want to, you know, adjective you want to associate with that. But um, yeah, I think, you know, over the years, everything we've done in the past in life and music, our music careers kind of, you know, came to this. And then yeah, we were able to take those steps uh, with the chosen. And, you know, it's from start to finish, it was just like a really, you know, I felt like I was really just immersed in the project and um, was just really 110 percent like in it. So it, it felt really good to do that. It was also a shit ton of work. Um, I felt like I yeah. had given birth to, to seven children or whatever. Not that I know what childbirth feels like, but um, yeah, um, uh, mentally it was it was a lot, but it was it was great. Now you might have answered this like in prior interviews or whatever, but when did you actually like write the first riff for the record? Uh, this it started. The writing started in the summer of 2019 um so most of it was written back then actually and it was the writing instrumentation writing was finished the following summer and then dan did all the vocals right after i was done with the uh 
with with the compositions so yeah it, it's been written and done for for you know or it's been in the works for almost three years now and um yeah it felt great to, to finally you know, get it out there and get it done so i'm assuming that uh with the whole pandemic and shit did you just like take what you already had and just kind of refined it like i know the best way to write music is really to just take something and then just set it aside and then come back and make it even better right yeah, I mean, the, the bulk of it was there um, since summer of 2019. And then once the pandemic hit, we, yeah, it did. Honestly, I don't think this record turns out the way it does without the pandemic. There was It was a big silver lining for us because the pandemic kind of uh, prompted us to take the self-production route, prompted us to take more incentive, you know, with all that stuff, doing things ourselves. Um, so, yeah, because of the pandemic, um, we have this record that the way it is, I don't think it would have turned out the same if we would have gone to another producer. Do you think that, well, well what do you think uh, would be like different or missing if the pandemic didn't happen? Um, well, but yeah, we, we would have gone to another producer and I, I don't think all of like the fine details um, would have happened because, you know, it's like, like, like the 85% role, you know, um, you know, no one's even your if you own a company, even your best employee is only going to do 85 percent as good of a job as you yeah. um, because it's because it's your thing. So because it's our thing, you know, I'm the one working on it every day. You know, I can go in there and make any adjustments I need or if I want to tweak something, it's not like I have to make a phone call or, you know, if it's already done, I got to bug someone. I can just be like, oh, I just opened up my laptop and do it. Um and take care of it that way so i i, I think that i think there and the, that, that's why we so much energy and you know we felt so much connection with it is because we did do do it all ourselves so we could right make on. it sound exactly exactly the way we wanted to and then uh, not to cut you short or anything like that but um i, I do have to dip in a little bit here because um we're we're, we're we're making our load in right now so i unfortunately have to leave in the next no, minute good. or two <laughs> i literally i literally had one other thing but if you go oh, okay okay no, no, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, go for it. So the Chosen sounds like it was a smooth sounding. Oh, crap. No. Okay. The last thing I wanted to ask. Was, <laughs> is, all right. So with the, the DIY approach, um, would you consider that? Um, I don't know. What were some difficulties along the way? Like, do you think that you got a little bit picky on certain things or? um yeah, I mean, we were picky on everything, actually. You know, we, we really left no stone unturned. And uh, every note, every riff, every song, you know, has, was combed over, was you know, with a fine-tooth comb several times. And, you know, we were just, you know, 110% happy with everything. I mean, obviously, it's been some time now looking back. There's things I would change in the mix or production here and there. But there's always going to be that. But, um. Yeah, I yeah, screwed, I, I screwed yeah, up my yeah. approach on that question, but basically yeah. I, I was trying to say yeah. like um, with the DIY thing, I would assume that with the time it would kind of drive you nuts because you would take something and you're like, you know, this could be better. This could be better. This could be better, you know? Yeah, and it, there was definitely plenty of that, but um, I'm also happy to go through that process because, you know, that's why we're doing it ourselves. So we don't have to uh, trouble anyone else with uh, us being tedious about every fine detail right on gabe it was nice chatting with you i'll let you go likewise um i uh is there any way that you could email me like a high-res photo whenever you get a chance 
a high-res photo of like the band or no, of you um, of you of, of me uh yeah. just me in general yeah what, um, like playing a show <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's a funny question yeah, yeah. of you playing music like playing live. yeah like, i can send you uh what, what's your email uh noise dosage media 585 at gmail.com noise dosage media five eight five eight five yep at gmail.com at gmail cool yeah i'll send that to you right now all right you're the man buddy yeah thanks for having me appreciate it